0: O-T-M Radio Entrepreneurs on the moon Reshaping lives for a better tomorrow What's
1: going on? My name is Stephen Knight And you're listening to The Stephen Knight Show I you know we broke your heart It's rolling
0: down your face You know I'm coming over to make sure You, have you don't have to wait I'm a favorite day I'm a Superman You go asleep You fall asleep
1: Girl, I'm my Good evening and welcome to the Stephen Knight Show here on ELTM Radio. As always, I have to thank you for joining us tonight. We'll be discussing the latest in entertainment news, sports, fashion, and movie reviews. And tonight, we welcome producer, actor, and now author Darren Hinton. Uh, he'll join us later on in the show. Plus, we will weigh in on some of the hottest topics in the headlines. As always, we're calling for questions and comments. The number is 718 664 6543. Again, that's 718 718- 6-5-6-4-3. I'm sorry, I messed it up. 718 6543. And you can also join us in chat. There's a link on our Facebook page. I uh, also remind you to connect with us on social media. We are everywhere now. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Google, and now we're on Instagram, The Stephen Nice Show. So definitely uh, connect with us on there and then our official website, stevenniceshow.webs.com. Definitely want to hear your thoughts and feedback on some of the things we discussed. If you have any ideas, show ideas, and things like that, definitely want to buy us. Can you always email us? We have a lot of people who email us to be on the show. Stephen Nice, that's Stephen Nice Show at Gmail dot com. Uh, love to hear from you. Quick reminder: I want to let you know that. Um, Good night. Hey. We are We're doing hey. our. I'm sorry. We're reminded of what we're doing with our uh, Christmas Kindness, remi- uh, Christmas kindness uh, Surprise Giveaway next Monday. It's all going down. Basically, we are sponsoring a family uh, and surprising them live on air. We The outpour of love we receive, a lot of people have donated, well, have given their money, have donated clothes, toys, you know, a lot of great stuff. I don't want to give it all away uh, just yet, but. Stay tuned next week. We'll be uh, definitely talking more about that. Now, uh, Chike, are you here? Yes, I am. How are you? What's going on? How are you doing? I'm doing well for Monday. That's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> for Monday. Right. This Today, it went by fast for me, but it was very draining for some reason. How was yours? I was tired from before the sun came up because that's when my day starts, before the sun comes up. So, I was exhausted all day. But you know, I'm here. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I decided to go on the season and I show uh, a Twitter account, and I noticed that we had a new follower. And it was yeah, MC Amber. And
2: then yeah, I buddy. MC
1: Amber, and I saw that you two were to Tell us about this. Well, like any uh, person was a red-blooded American who was into dancing and, you know, the too legit to quitness of it all, I was a huge MC Hammer fan, and he had put out a new song, and I listened to it, and it wasn't quite like, you know, Hammer that you remember. And, you know, I had to give him props, you know, because he's still in the game. Regardless of what you heard about Hammer in in the media or what gossip you heard about Hammer, he's still a musician. He's still in the game. Not yeah. only is he a musician, he is a mogul. MC Hammer exactly. is still making money. He's still a multi-million dollar. Making a lot of money. Yeah. Exactly. Making a lot of money. And he was uh, on. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, I was saying he was on Oprah a couple of years ago before she, um, you know, ended the show, and he was on there talking about how he creates apps for these multi-million dollar companies, like exactly. he creates apps and and actually like they had showed him going into the board. Uh, meetings and, you know, like he really, he realized that, you know, he he said he's a like a, a, technology geek in his own words, you know, and he loves it. And so he's making a lot of money doing it. So shout out to him for turning, you know, for going from entertainment and, and now doing this, you know. And Absolutely. Like he said, he's still doing entertainment. so Absolutely. Still doing entertainment, yeah. Yeah. So basically we had a conversation via Twitter and, um, I do believe he's going to be a guest on the show. We just That'd have to schedule awesome. the date. Yeah. That'd be awesome. So, um, Adam, what's going on? Sure.
3: Uh, nothing much. Just uh, enjoyed a nice, quiet weekend, and it has been one of those Mondays where it's just been uh, kind of nonstop work. But um went fast. But yeah, definitely takes a lot out of you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, isn't it amazing that the end of the year is
3: already almost here? Like couple of weeks so and it'll be two thousand fifteen. I know, it's crazy. I'm trying not to it think about it, but I mean <laughs> we're we're in we're in the final lap. Right, right, right. Well um
1: what's going on in the world of movies?
3: So this weekend I saw Horrible Bosses Two and um it's if you're uh, unfamiliar with it it's about these three guys It's a sequel to the first one, but these three guys kind of, uh, I guess, have horrible bosses in the first one, and this one kind of takes the story in a different direction in the sense that they're starting a business, and they kind of get cheated by this um, businessman, and so they decide to come up with a kidnapping scheme for his son. So it's a kidnap movie, but um, it's a really good comedy. I was surprised. I haven't seen the first movie, so I need to go back and check it, but everyone i talked to that's seen it said it's really good. It's really funny. You have uh, Jason Bateman, Jason Sudeikis, and Charlie Day as your main characters. And they really have good on-screen chemistry. You know, you really feel like Jason Bateman's kind of the leader and the other two are kind of the idiots, but they pull Jason Bateman's character into it. And then the cast is supported by a few Oscar uh, nominees and winners. Uh, you have Jamie Foxx and uh, Christoph Rush, uh, both from Django Unchained, return for this movie, and you know they're not in huge parts of the movie, but they they play a big enough part that you'll see them enough. And then of course you have Jennifer Aniston and Kevin Spacey um, mm-hmm. join along too. So highly recommend if you're looking for a movie. Uh, I know not too much came out this past weekend, then and you're looking for a good laugh. This is definitely up there. So I would uh, I would say yeah, it's worth seeing. Okay. okay. Yeah. I
1: actually saw the same movie, and and I I actually did see the first one, and it it was a good sequel. You know, we always uh, beat up on people when they create these sequels to these blockbuster movies, but this happens to be a very good sequel to a a good premiere movie. I think that they launched on and came across a very good uh, franchise with Horrible Bosses. I think this is going to be one that's going to be around. Um, maybe even a little bit better than the hangover. I think this one has a little bit more longevity. The hangover you kind of got boring after the third one, and they need to stop. But I do think harbor <laughs> bosses will go on uh it's pretty funny. I definitely recommend check that one out.
3: yeah, the characters are just so well together. it's just you know it's like they you can feel like they've really known each other, and this is just how they act, so uh and good job on them
1: part of um the, the that chemistry that you see is that and i watched some behind the scenes footage is that they allow for the actors to play you know mm-hmm. to dig into their own skill set and just play a little bit and with all of them being you know comedic actors they're all comedians first um they were able to do that with ease
3: yeah yeah it it's, and like you said uh it's. I think it will outlast Hangover just because the Hangover kind of did the same thing in the sequel as it did in the first one, but this one totally went in a different direction and decided to go and do their own story. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I must see, I see. Anything else that you see over the weekend or coming up? Uh, top five this weekend, and they've been promoting it a lot, which is uh, good, but um, I definitely think it will be a good hit. Um and it's the Chris Rock movie, of course, that he, you know, wrote right. directed and all that stuff. Uh, so that's on my radar for this weekend. Yeah.
1: Um coming, coming up into the holiday season, um, I'm looking at The Hobbit, uh, Night at the Museum, Exodus, Annie, um, The Interview as a comedy, and Into the Woods as a family movie.
3: Oh, yeah, Into the Woods is a famous uh, musical, I guess, play. Mm-hmm. Um, Exodus I'm on the fence about. I it, I just can't get past Christian Bale playing Moses. Uh, so funny that I'm you meant. Little,
0: I,
1: I, I in, in my mind I was going to boycott Exodus and, and I'm just going to say I just did not understand how you could have a movie uh based with the African American characters and you don't use any African American people in the movie whatsoever. Like really. Yeah, even
3: the Pharaoh's not Egyptian. It's a British no. guy. It's oh,
1: and 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 what's her name? Um, Sigourney Weaver is playing Nefertiti. Yeah.
3: Yeah, like, I don't know. know what doing, but <laughs> where did they do uh, that? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I mean, you know, Noah came out early this year. I know it was uh, fine, but I don't think it did too well in the box office A box office. So I don't know. This might be along the same lines. So. What well,
1: it's it's the big budget movie of the year. So uh, mm-hmm. I am going just to be nosy because <laughs> I'm very, you know... Yeah, well, definitely, I can't wait
3: to hear what you have to say about it, because uh, that'll be interesting.
1: Yeah.
3: Quick question, Remember, TK, uh, mm-hmm. uh, there's,
1: there's I don't know if you saw, they have a scene from the upcoming um, Lifetime movie about Whitney Houston that Angela Bassett directed, and uh, in the, I don't know if you saw the scene, but in the scene, it shows, uh, I guess, Whitney's coming home, um, Bobby's on the couch, and uh... You know, you know he's sitting in the dark, and she has why sitting in the dark, and he was kind of sad. I guess they, they had been dating, broke up, and they got back together. And mm-hmm. so, um, so anyway, um, he explains that his ex-girlfriend is pregnant. So Whitney runs upstairs. He follows her. They're going back and forth. She does a lot of cocaine. Okay, then they hug and say that we're going to and what are you asking me? I'm
0: sorry. Do you think.
1: What do you think about <laughs> that? The to me, okay, what do you think about them showing her doing a line of cocaine during an argument and then, you know, kissing and making up? Well, I mean, if, if we. From what I heard about, and it's just here, say,
4: what I mm. heard
1: about their real life, it was kind of tumultuous like that. So well, I mean My I, issue is, I, with, is how, do you know when, how do you know That's even happening How do you even know That whole scene Even happened You don't I mean you, You're going on The strength of um, that The integrity of The director Who is Angela Bassett mm-hmm. And the writers Of the movie Would have Checked the facts And you know Did everything <laughs> That they were Supposed to do to come up with a truthful movie. Yeah, if I was
5: just throwing my two cents, I'm sorry, um, if I could throw my two cents, I was thinking the same thing. I was on mute. I I didn't understand the question at first. But why wouldn't they show it? We all know that she was a druggie. So they could have probably shown worse than that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Because every movie is not based on exact scene. I think they were just trying to prove the, the, the scene is just trying to Um, give the perception or give the audience an idea of how bad the relationship and the drug use was. It wasn't supposed to be an exact uh, replica of what happened that night or what happened that day or that period of time, but just trying to give them an idea of what her life was with the drugs and with the relationship, I think. I don't think it was supposed to be an exact.
1: And, and, And then you also have to realize, too, Whitney and Angela knew each other. So I don't think that Angela would put something out there or help create art that would be false.
5: No, from what I read, she kept a lot of stuff out of that movie. <laughs> from what well, I read, she kept a lot but, of stuff out of that movie.
1: But Angela doesn't know. Her and Whitney were not friends. They worked together. And so. No, no, no. But, but not, not, not that they friends, were friends. Okay. But so, she so I did know intimate I'm, details right, of her life. One at right. a time, y'all. One at a time. Would you say enough? I'm sorry. No, I was saying that they were not friends, but she did know intimate details of her life. And part of the reason that she did keep some of the stuff out was because it was just too much. It, it was too much.
0: Yeah, when I they, I do, I, I when they do
5: these movies, Stephen, they interview people who are close to the source. And then because we're we're not in Hollywood, they're in Hollywood – they know a lot of stuff. So just like if you work in the industry and we hear this person worked for this company, did this, this and did that, like you know intimate details of people that you are co workers with, in the same circle with, that we wouldn't know from the outside. So I think that even from us being on the outside and seeing her behavior out in the street, seeing her in the tableau, seeing her, she had a huge drug problem. That can't be denied. No, <laughs> you know what
1: I mean? Not, I'm, not, I'm not denying that. I'm not denying her some of these issues. But what I'm saying is, it's like, okay, because even in her interview with Oprah, she said, and we won't spend too much time on this, but her interview, she said that the way she did her drugs was that she laced her marijuana with cocaine. So, and, and I'm sure she could have done it other ways, but that was what she said, that was the way she did it, right? So, they're have an argument, and it, it didn't make sense to have an argument then run up there and do a lot of cocaine in the middle of the argument.
5: But people who are doing drugs, that makes sense. Yeah, I
0: don't
1: know. <laughs> that just threw me off. But it comes on um, Lifetime July seventeenth, so I'm sure everyone will be watching to see it. We can definitely continue to have this conversation. That is you know, I, that I, is yeah. I'm a little, I'm a little skeptical though, near, with Lifetime and you know their history of these uh, biopic movies. Right. Uh, so it, it remains to be seen. You know, I, I hope they can redeem themselves with this movie. I, I okay, hope that yeah. it it really is good and it and it and it's entertaining, and yeah. it it touches home for a lot of people. I, th- I guess that's the biggest thing. I hope that it touches home for a lot of people and that p- the public is pleased with it. Because someone I don't think it. that they have another chance to do this again. I think this right, is the last right. chance. Well, someone yeah, did see it I didn't mean re- to re- cut you off.
5: I just wanted to throw them on two cents. Thanks for letting me oh, share yeah. that. I think oh, you're yeah.
1: the movie, that movie buff. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, um, someone did a review, and they said the movie's really good. It gave it four out of five stars. They said that it actually shows... Um, People think that because Whitney had some issues that she was a weak person, but it shows really her strength, and it shows, um, you know, their tumultuous relationship. And, um, you know, it talks about her miscarriage, her drug use. And it, it, can, and it talk about everything because it was only 90 minutes and didn't have time to, you know, she had such a big life and didn't have time to cover everything. But they thought they said it was a really good movie. So we'll definitely see. You. We'll definitely see. But so Chiki again Adam, thank you so much. Have a great week, okay? Have a all right. What's going on, Ms. Parker? What's going on? So I went, last week, you and I went to uh, the W to see 3D the Boss, who was on last week. Um, mm-hmm. The video premiere, which in, uh for uh, Lollapalooza, their new video. Go online and see it. It's a great video. Great song, too. Do you want to uh, talk a little bit about that?
5: Yeah. Um, you know, they, they premiered their first video last week, Thursday, at the W Hotel. It was a great event. I mm-hmm. showed up a little bit late, but um, from what I heard, um, the parts that I missed were very good. They had uh, the premiere um, on the big screen, and they performed as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, definitely need to check out the video. I, I think I'm in mean it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I have a scene or two in it, but definitely show some support, show some love. They're a great up-and-coming uh, band from, you know, the Atlanta, Atlanta area. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they're going to. I'm pretty sure they're going to, you know, blow up pretty soon. So you want to be, the, you know, one of the new, the the the, the new fan or the early on fan. You can be like, oh, I knew it right. before you guys. Yeah. That
0: stuff,
1: so. And I can tell you, I, I went with Miss Parker. Or, well, I was invited with Miss Parker. The first time we went together, saw them perform. They did a great job. And then um, Thursday they performed after the video premiere. Killed it. I mean, killed it. They have they're have very talented. They have great stage presence, great vocals, great music, and it's all positive stuff, you know, which we, which we need. Especially great message. And, yeah. yeah, great message. So check them out, 3D The Boss and the video of Lollapooza. And Miss Parker, I saw her in two scenes, looking great as always. So check it out. Check it oh, out. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, I saw you posted a video on Facebook today of your workout. I don't even do pull-ups. Miss Parker was killing their pull-up bar. <laughs> <laughs> I got
5: some, some. a little something.
1: I got a little <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, you did that. You did that. So how? I know we talked about you know making sure we don't fall off the uh, fall off the horse. You know, the holiday season with all the good food. They had Christmas cookies. There's apparently uh, my coworker went to a cookie something. Everybody brought in all these different Christmas cookies. She of course she had to bring them to work. How are you doing?
5: I am doing pretty good during the week. I will say I do pretty well when I'm at home. Um, And then on the weekend, I don't do so well. I eat eat out quite a bit during the weekend. Um, So I really do get what I want. Wherever I'm at, whatever I'm craving on the menu, I just get. So if I can just home in on my weekend – meals I think I'll be fine but I am doing a lot better than I've done in previous years and I think it's because I'm mindfully choosing to make different choices when I'm at home and keep healthy I've always kept healthy food at home but I think I, I'm more um, focused on um, staying healthy and staying on track and not just saying "Well, it's the holidays and I can gain a few pounds usually I allow myself to just you know kind of be lax because it's the holiday mm-hmm. but I think that uh, my mindset has definitely changed and yeah. The holiday doesn't give an excuse to binge. So I've been doing pretty, pretty okay. I might, my
1: weight is yeah. pretty simple. Yeah, well, you look great. If anyone saw the pictures from the event, you all up, all, look great. But, How um, have you
5: been doing with yours?
1: I actually did really good. Um, I did I did cheat. I'm on a 31-day fitness challenge, which I don't think I'll get to the whole 31 days because of Christmas. But I figured if I do three hard good weeks, you know what I mean, I'll be all right. But I did um, cheat. Thursday, after we went to see the premiere because um, we were stuck in traffic and there weren't many options. So I said, I'm going to get a chicken case of not i <laughs> And then um And then yesterday I cheated. But other than that, I've been doing really good. I've been working out hard, eating well, drinking a lot of water, gravy tea, you know, trying to keep it straight. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's yeah,
1: yeah. All right, well, Aaron, what's going on with you? I know he's on Aaron. Maybe not.
0: Miss
6: Ferguson, how are you doing? I'm
1: here. Hey, How's it going? <laughs> hey Miss
0: Ferguson,
1: how are you? What's going how you on? Doing? How are you doing? How are you Are you uh you keeping it tight?
6: I'm trying to. I'm, I'm, i actually <laughs> got I got I got uh, hit by the workout bug so I've been doing that lately, so I'm proud oh, of myself. I'm I'm not Miss Parker, here will
0: you tonight, but, you know,
1: <laughs> but you do what I'm you doing do. what I you can. Well, with the holidays around the corner, I know you have some great things for us. I'm going to let you take the floor.
0: Of
6: course I do. Um, I don't know if you guys knew, but today is Green Monday, um, and it pretty much just mimics uh, Cyber Monday. Um, they just do it. It's the second Monday. Um, you know, Cyber Monday is the Monday after Thanksgiving, after Black Friday, and Green Monday is the second Monday of December. Um, and because of Green Monday and in honor of Green Monday, you know, ton, you know there are tons of deals out there. I mean, they, like I said, they pretty much mimic um, everything that was happening on Cyber Monday. And so a lot of these, but you can also take part of this, and you can also shop in stores as well as online versus Cyber Monday where you can only shop online. Um, so uh, North Rack is having a fly event. And so there are tons. I mean, it starts today, and it's now through Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific time. There are tons of uh, fry items on sale. So if anybody's in, in the market for some fry boots or flats so, or, you know, tennis shoes, whatever, um, you know, shop Nordstrom Racks or uh, fry events. Today and tomorrow, um, you can shop Gap, Old Navy, and Banana Republic online only and get 30% off of your purchase. Now, because this is an online only sale, of course, um, you have to use the code at checkout and the code is festive. Uh, nine West is having a sale today and tomorrow in honor of uh, Green Monday. And you can get handbags starting at just forty nine ninety nine, boots starting at just ninety nine ninety nine, and pumps starting at fifty nine ninety nine. Uh, shop are limited today only, and you can get sixty percent off on Select Sweaters and pretty much is it's the majority of their sweaters. Though. We're not there and take a look at that sale. It's the majority of their sweaters, and it's a really, really good deal. Um, you have to use code DAY1 at checkout, and that means that they are mm-hmm. going to be doing something all week long. So tomorrow they're going to have another sale on maybe suits or skirts or dresses. I'm not sure what it is. They're going to announce it tomorrow, but if you like limited, this is the week to shop. Uh, J. Crew is having a sale today and tomorrow only. Um, you can get 25% off of your purchase of $100 or 30% off of your purchase of $150 or more. Um, you need to use code MERRYMERRY at checkout. And if you have a J.Crew card, you can automatically get 30% off of your purchase, no matter what. Uh, if you shop at Fifth Avenue off Fifth, you can get up to an extra 50% off of your purchase. Um, and if you're shopping online, you need to use code HOLIDAYFF at checkout. Plus, you can get free shipping if you use code FREESHIP, and at SACS um, 5th Avenue off Fifth, you can use more than one code at checkout. Um, if you shop bluefly.com today and tomorrow, you can save up to 50% off of winter items, and that includes sweaters and boots and just all types of items that I would add to your winter wardrobe. Um Today only and online only, Victoria's Secret, is not necessarily having a sale, but they are giving something away free. Um, they're giving away a free tote, a free Angel Cycle tote with any purchase of $75 or more. And this is, like I said, this is an online only sale. You need to use code 75 Sparkle at checkout. Um, if you shop Macy's Green Monday sale, today only, you can get an extra 25% off of your purchase. Plus, you can get um, free shipping on your order of fifty dollars or more. Um, this is also a friends. This is a friends and family sale in conjunction with a green with the Green Monday sale. So use code friend at checkout. Um shoes dot com. This is the this is not a Green Monday sale. Instead, this is the friends and family event. Um, this is going on now through Wednesday, and if you shop now through Wednesday, you can get thirty percent off. Of everything on the site, and of course, shoes.com is an online-only store. So, you need to use code BFF30 at checkout. And that's all I have for you guys this evening.
1: And they can find all that at com, correct?
6: They surely can.
1: All right. Well, Miss Ferguson, has always have a great week, and we'll talk uh, next week.
6: Okay. I'll see you later.
1: All right. We're take right. a quick commercial. Quick commercial break. We'll come back with hot topics with Chika and Miss Park back this. Actually, before before we go to commercial break, uh, I do want to remind you that we do ask a question of the day. I want you to go and either uh, tweet us or I want you to go on Facebook and answer the question. The question today is: Would you date someone? who was separated but not divorced. Ms. Parker, would you do that?
5: In my younger, um, didn't know any better days, yeah, I probably would have, but no, not not now.
1: Can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah, I I think for me it depends how long the person was separated, but, you know, if you – you know, you might be right apart part because if you're separated, why not get divorced if you're ready to move on? You know what I mean? Right. Let's just casually right. dating. so us just casually dating. But I, I would
5: definitely would I think wouldn't. people getting out of a relationship need to take some time to heal. I think that um, yeah. the biggest issue with, with us and not healing is that we jump from one situation to another. So
0: yeah, sure. um,
5: I definitely sure. think that um, it, I wouldn't be attracted to somebody who is getting out of something because I'm I'm no longer attracted to people who are.
1: Right.
5: In that space. You know, I want to use the correct word. But I think that we all need to take time. After every situation, I think there needs to be a quiet time where you heal, where you take time for yourself to rediscover yourself. And I think that moving from one situation to another doesn't allow you to do that.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, go uh, tweet us at Season Night nice Show show and uh, let us know your answer. And we'll be right back after this with Hot Topics. You're listening to
0: The Steed and Night Talk, Talk Show on EOTM Radio. Radio.
4: You're listening now. You're listening to
0: The Steed and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio. Radio. The Steed and Night Show, Monday night. 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com.
1: Welcome back to the Stephen A. Show. She came as part You Ready to hit these hot topics? Let's do it.
5: Sure. Uh, before right. we go to hot, hot topic, can I give a shout-out to someone? Sure. I want to shout-out my cousin, who is being featured on um, House Hunter for the second time tonight.
4: Oh, wow. Um
5: Diana, she is – they're doing a follow-up on her home, so – I didn't have a chance to see it, but I, I believe it comes back on in another couple of hours or so. If I'm still up, I'll try to catch it or record it. Um, but they're doing a follow-up on her home. And last time I saw it was during Christmas last year, and it was, it was amazingly gorgeous. So, shout-out mm-hmm. to the
1: Absolutely. Shout-out to being on TV. house fun it All right. So, hot topics. So, we can't go without talking about everything that's going on between the Mike Brown situation Eric Gardner, the global protests. Uh, what are your thoughts on on what's going on in our country,
0: hmm.
1: Miss Parker? Do you want to start?
5: I can. I I think my feelings about the whole Mike Brown situation is a mixed feelings because I think there are several different issues there. Um, so I'm not going to go too much into that, but I think that my outrage is more on the Eric Garner situation because mm-hmm. from what I have read, and I've really tried to distance myself from it because I think that at certain times you have to kind of regroup and, and right. not be surrounded with all the negativity and kind of get your mind right so you can really think things through. And I think that from what I've read, um, the outrage is because, from what I've read, I'm outraged because you can't say that the man died from a homicide, but then no one killed him.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> doesn't exactly. Make sense.
5: It's mm-hmm. like you can't rule a homicide, like and then no one is responsible for it. Right. Um So that that I'm a little bit more outraged about because it just doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then the fact that there's video footage, and there's 14 right. minutes of video footage. Right,
5: right. Everything what's going what's down? the point of the cameras? What's the point of the cameras?
1: Right, right, right. right. Chicken, what are your thoughts? I feel exactly the same way. I mean, how are you going to label something a homicide, which is a legal term meaning, you know, that someone murdered someone and no one pays the price for it? Mhm.
0: Uh,
1: I think mm-hmm. the only reason, if going back to Rodney King, which was somewhat of a similar situation, the only reason that they could not refute anything with Rodney King was because of the video footage. And you have video footage here, and you basically see him being murdered, basically.
0: Mm.
1: What is the difference? Right. And, the, and then you want to put, the the, the answer is, or well, one of the answers is you're going to put uh, body cameras. You've already filmed it. Where? You didn't she need made. a body camera. It yeah. was already filmed. So yeah. now what are body yeah. cameras going to do? Yeah, yeah. And you so, know what? What what's bothered me about all this is because there are a lot of great cops out there, but when you repeatedly, I know on social media they're always showing instances where police officers are overusing their power. And so when we keep seeing those images, it kind of tarnishes the good cops that are out there to do their job. And it's given you know, that whole field, you know, the legal the legal system, giving them a, a nasty connotation when it comes to them. You know what I mean? And so I yeah. think that something has to be done. Something has to be done because it's going to be people against cops, people against cops. And, like, I, I saw a video where uh, a police officer was arresting a guy who supposedly wasn't doing anything, and there was, like, three of them on there. This guy came out of the crowd and ran into the police officer. You know, people are starting to fight back. The thing is, you really can't win against the police because they're the ones that have the 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 power and the guns. You know what I mean? So it's just going to get crazy if nothing. Is are, are 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 either of you familiar with Star Wars, the movie? I'm, I mean, do, yeah. do you know what a stormtrooper is? What is that? Stormtrooper are the 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 police or the army of the dark side, and mm-hmm. basically they don't really talk. They just enforce, and mm-hmm. they ha- enforce with an iron fist. And I see mm-hmm. our police officers morphing into from being police officers to stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I see that happening. With all of this stuff that's going on, I, I, I'm seeing a changing of disposition. Mm-hmm. They're basically going to I, – I see them morphing into – just being, you know, hammers of the law. Mm-hmm. Not really right. so much um, enforcing it but dictating it.
0: True. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What are your thoughts on the protest? Now that part, I, I'm I, honestly, I'm loving it. I, I I like a little bit of unrest in our country because if you think about the growth of our country, every time that we grow and it's for the betterment of people, there is unrest. So, mm-hmm. all I can do is hope and pray that at the end of all of this, we'll be at a better space. Right. And I do want to, anyone that's listening tonight that is actually protesting, please make sure you do it peacefully. Do it mm-hmm. peacefully. Te- Tear down your own city like it did in Ferguson. is not going to do anything to make, but cause when the cameras go away, you're just going to have a run-down city, kind of like what happened in Detroit. So, you want to make mm-hmm. sure that you're being peaceful, you know, that, you, know you have the, the the right to protest, but make sure you're doing it peacefully, so
5: that your voice can be so I, I think a lot of the newer protests, with with just uh, the the verdict came back with um, Eric Garner. I think a lot of those protesters have been very peaceful, very mm-hmm. creative. Um, yeah. And I think that I think their message is being is being heard even more because of the way they're going right. about doing it. There are people, yeah. you know, from the Broadway community who put on a show. Uh, Mm -hmm. a protest that, that, you know, really hit the, you know, went viral and and, and really hit the core of what the issues Mm -hmm. were. Um, There are people in California who are protesting in Vegas who are protesting very peacefully. I think that they're getting more creative with the the protest. I think that message is being, um, they're targeting more what the message should be. And I think that's that's Mm -hmm. what Ferguson was was missing. There were no... the, they they didn't have a focus on on what their message were, what the what the outcome of their protest or what they were their voice, the one voice they wanted to be heard, um, was. So I think that it's turning into um, into a, a, a like he said, an unrest. It's still an unrest, but it's a, it's an unrest that I think is going to come, is going to allow us to have these conversations and listen to each other on like the the violence. Who I think the violence distracts from the issues. So yeah. I think that's a difference there.
0: I agree. And then that
1: was that was pretty much ground zero too. So there's a lot of passion and emotion
0: mm-hmm. in
1: Ferguson. So I mean yeah. those people were dealing with that for years from the police officers. So they're acting mm-hmm. out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well let's switch gears real quick. Uh Bill Cosby raped allegations. All these women coming back saying thirty years ago, Bill Cosby, a lot of them have the same story that he drugged them and then he uh raped them. Uh, Janet Dickinson has been very vocal um, and a lot of other people, you know, that were around him. What are your thoughts here? In
5: this? I'll let you take that, Chiquette.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. The allegations are years old, one. Two, there's a pattern with Bill Cosby and when allegations come up with him. Allegations tend to come up with Bill Cosby when he's about to do something major in business. Um, during the time when he was considering um buying NBC with a couple of other mm-hmm. celebrities. His son was murdered. Yeah. Um and, and right before then it was something with a woman around that time that he drugged her and then raped mm-hmm. her or did something mm-hmm. to her. Um now all of these allegations are coming out now when the Cosby show was about to come back to NBC and he had stand-up mm-hmm. uh, concerts uh, and lined up for Netflix. And they also cut all the previous Cosby shows, the, yeah. uh, the reruns off on TV. Mm-hmm. Land. So mm-hmm. uh, the problem that I have is that he's not found guilty of anything yet. These right. are allegations, there's been no gavel slammed, no charges, you know, dropped on him. You're digging in his pockets already. They're defacing his his Hollywood Walk of Fame star, writing rapists on it, spray-painting rapists on it. Like, really, like, there are no charges yet. I'm not saying that he's innocent. He very well could have done it, but he hasn't been found guilty yet. And they're slandering this man's name. I agree, and and this is in no way disrespect to the women who, you know, if they were uh, raped by him, you know, we definitely uh, feel for them. But 30 year old charges, and like you said, n- n- not one, well, claims, not even one charge has been made against him. In, in all those years that he was doing these things, not one charge made against him, yet, um, you know, his whole empire is coming down. His whole right. empire is coming down, although he is still touring, and he still has a lot of loyal fans that are showing up at his shows, but they're having to, um, you know, uh, pat everyone down for weapons and saying everyone heckles will be removed. You know, they're having to to change the whole image of what we thought is Bill Cosby, which we all know that celebrities, you know, what what you see in the media is one thing, what you see with their, like, at home is different. But without any charges, any charges, I can't see why, you know, everything is just kind of falling down, coming down. And Joe Scott made a comment about that. She tweeted in there. She said that, you know, until, you know, this is tried in court, it's not fair because you've seen how the media will take a story, run with it, mm-hmm. and ruin a whole person's career who's done a lot for our community, um, despite you know what he has done on the side, you know knowing perfect, but it's like a lot of people are just saying, or well, some people are just saying, is this really fair how it's going down? You know what I mean? You know, I was... I'm sorry, Miss Parker. I was just with um, Jill that the same mm-hmm. weekend that I was with Faith. She was at the concert too, and I was just with her. And You know, her and Bill both are from Philadelphia. And Bill graduated from Temple University. Temple University just recently gave Jill an honorary doctorate degree. Mm. She Mm. is a product of what he's – the path that he's laid forth for the city of Philadelphia. She's one of those children that benefited from all the bricks that he laid along the way. So she's going to feel – you know, uh, personally attached to and his legacy because of, you know, they're being from the same hometown and the same school. Temple's now severing their ties with Bill Cosby now.
0: Yeah. Bill
1: Cosby and that Temple brand, they were synonymous. Now you have his hometown turning against him. That's crazy. Yep. 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 Well, Archie decided to speak out on this allegedly. And he said what? that our, our <laughs> Ellen, he said that Cosby um is a per, is a pervert and belongs in jail because he? criminals. And Did he said he? that he said that he really just hopes that he didn't put his filthy hands on Olivia. Of course she was his favorite, not grown Raven Simone, but Olivia. He said if that he's saying I don't
5: have a
1: thousand seats. <laughs> I I couldn't believe it when I read it. Is this it his expert right. opinion? That can't be for real. I think somebody made that up. <laughs> I mean, I just I just had to I, I I said it can't be it can't be true. But that's what uh, no said.
5: Nah, I think somebody made that up. I don't think that's for real, Steven.
1: Yeah, I, I hope not. I hope not, but I just couldn't believe it. Um, Hugh Hefner spoke out and said that you know, he's been friends with Cosco for 30 years, and it's sad to read these things, and it was true, but it because one of the playmates said that Cosby just um, her. He said that he would never have tolerated that kind of behavior, so I don't know.
5: But the lady said that she was 15 and at the Playboy manage, Mansion when Cosby right. raped her. Why was she there at uh-huh. 15?
1: Exactly, exactly. But you sit down and worry about your own thing. Uh, we had a question posed that says, what's it going to take for ride-or-die fans of Cosby to believe is that maybe he's guilty of rape? Is it going to take one of the Cosby TV kids to come out and say they were molested? And, you know, there was a rumor that um, raven Simone did say that he touched her, but she quickly took to social media and said that she, he didn't. He yes, did he didn't. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I, do you think we'll ever know the answer behind this? This situation and look at Michael Jackson. Will we ever know the answer if he really messed with kids or not? Right, because a lot of a lot of people came out to Woodward saying he did, and then they they restate, they retracted their statement saying they that he did not. And, so, and well, much and much like Bill Cosby, allegations always came out with Michael Jackson when he had something big financial on the line.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, let's switch gears. Uh, so you remember the uh, Alaskan reporter who quit on live uh, on Lyman air Said F it um, regarding the whole marijuana thing? Because apparently she was a spokesperson for whatever. You know what I mean? Do you remember that story? No, I don't. Yeah, she the, was,
5: the lady who quit um, who quit on live TV when she because she supported uh, medical marijuana. She's yeah. a reporter.
1: Right. Ela- she's part of the Alaska Cannabis Club. She's actually the president of it, and so she put online. Wait a I'm not surprised for this, but she's being investigated for financial frauds. Um, apparently, she utilized like, some funds. Uh, you know, that, the funds that were um, donated. She used them inappropriately, and now she's being uh, investigated. But I'm not surprised with this because. When you do something like that that's illegal, they're going go, to they're, um, they're go on your business and see what you're doing. They're going to they're gonna find out what's going on. What are your thoughts on this?
5: Uh, I'm pretty sure she used some of that money for her personal stuff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Maybe.
2: yeah.
1: She <laughs> yeah. should, well, should have talked to some other politicians to learn how to do it without getting caught. Right, right. <laughs> well, listen, last, last story, and then we're going to go because uh, our guest is here. So I don't know if you heard about this, but Diddy and Drake apparently got into a fight and lived, um nightclub in Miami over the weekend. Drake was um, sent to the hospital because he dislocated his shoulder. Oh, wow. Thought, thought? He put that OG move on him, huh? Yeah. Well, apparently Diddy uh, punched him. And and people don't really know why, but they're saying it's because Drake was trying to get a cat. Well, Cassie wasn't in the building. She wasn't in the building. Mm-hmm. And I saw Vine footage of them on stage that night, and everyone was performing. Everyone had a mic, and Drake pulls Diddy's mic out of his hand away from his mouth and starts using it. And mm. Diddy Micless. Wow Yeah, so I don't know wow. if that Had something to do with it But how could you do that Or justify you snatching a mic Out of someone's mouth And hand to use it yourself Right it's Someone like Diddy Someone like Diddy, especially with that type of ego Yeah You, you, don't, you don't do that Miss <laughs> Parker, you this I
5: don't care why, either one of them now
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I know Drake had a bad weekend, that's all I can say. Right, he had a bad weekend, because yeah, him and Chris Brown, well, Chris Brown, supposedly, I don't know.
2: Anyway,
1: we'll talk more about that later. <laughs> We're going call some more pressing matters. Miss uh, Parker, uh, Chiki, thanks so much. We're going to take a quick break and come back with uh, Darren Henson after this. Hello, I'm Ronald Hatcher, Aaron Hatcher's father. Aaron has muscular dystrophy and cerebral palsy.
0: I'm Reetha Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers. But unfortunately, he's no longer with us now. Each year, thousands of cases go unreported where children with disabilities and special needs get abused in their schools. Our mission is to protect the child as well as the teachers who educate them. Please, help us in our effort to stop the abuse And promote safety by donating to positive initiatives in care of Aaron Hatcher's They Can't Talk But We Can, Inc., P.O. Box 2392, Roswell, Georgia, 30077. Or visit our website at theycanttalkbutwecaninc.org. Let's not have another loving, innocent child like Aaron die. Remember, they can't talk. But we can. Call now, eight seven seven five six
1: six two four five one. Welcome back to the Stephen
0: Knight Show. A uh, quick
1: program note, uh, that commercial we just heard, They Can Talk We Can for Ron Anthony. We're, I'm being part of a project with them where he's bringing a whole bunch of artists from different genres together to record a song, uh, you know, to, give, to raise awareness to this cause. So look out for that coming probably early next year. But anyway, um, tonight's guest is a New York native who is known for his roles in Soul Food, The Express, Stop the Yard, and many more. In 2015, he can be seen in the feature film, Chocolate City, which is an African-American version of Magic Mike. Henson will also star beside Denise Bout, I hope I say that right, and call a Webster's choir. Please have me welcome award-nominated actor and producer, Darren Henson. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Um, You know, I was doing my uh, due diligence for this interview, and I came across some trivia. I came across some trivia. I I want to let us know, you know, sometimes you can't believe everything you hear and you read. So let us know if some of this stuff is true, okay? All right. Uh, That you choreographed videos and concerts for artists such as NSYNC and Usher. Uh not not Usher but NSYNC, Jennifer Lopez, Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, yeah,
0: all of that stuff
1: is true. Wow. Wow. So I see a lot of dancing here. So so is dancing was that is that like a love of yours, a passion of yours? Yeah, it was something that I did for many years, something that I still do. Um, something that I'm very, very passionate about.
0: Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. Wow. And you grew up two doors down the street from Jennifer Lopez in the Bronx? And you yeah, that's, that's that's old trivia stuff. That's that's old stuff. That's twenty years wow. old. <laughs> Let's talk wow. about some wow. new stuff. Let's talk about some new stuff. Let's we'll talk about some new stuff. So tell us about first before we get into your book, tell us about uh Chocolate City and what we can, what can we expect from that. Uh, Chocolate City will be out in two thousand and fifteen as you said, um, you know, for a tagline. It's like the black version of Magic Mike, but it's so much more than that. Stars myself, Michael Jai White, Richard Richard, Tyson Beckford, mm-hmm. Vivica Fox. Um, you got some 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 major players in this film. Carmen Electra. Uh, yeah. and this, it's it's going to be a, a fun film, man. I think it's going to be one of those films that uh, people are going to stand in line for for a long time. It's definitely uh, a chick flick, um, yeah. and uh, you know we got something for 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 everybody in it. So it's it's going to be a good time. Wow. Well, tell us about your character. Your character that you play. I play a character named Magnus. Uh, he's a stripper, um, but uh, you know he's he's a special kind of stripper. So I'm I'm a, I'm gonna wait for those interviews to happen uh, a little bit later on. Okay. Uh, earlier next year, but uh, Chocolate City is definitely a film to to look out for in 2015. Okay, that's gonna be a busy year. you also have choir directors. Tell us about that. Yeah, choir director, uh, Denise Boutte, um, okay, okay. uh stars in that as well, and that's Carl Weber. It's actually a best-selling book, New York Times best-selling book, mm-hmm. and they turned it into a movie. Uh, it was produced by Tridestine uh, Pictures, uh, directed by Trey Haley. Uh, really dynamic film about, uh, you know, it's it's a church film, but... Hmm. Again, it's so much more than a regular church film. It's great music involved. There's a lot of drama happening um, in this. Um, Some amazing actors are in this film. Uh, And this is going to be another big banger for 2015. And I'm literally currently, I just wrapped on set maybe about a half hour ago um, on the film that I'm currently doing right now which is called Sons to the Grave. Okay. Uh, which is uh man Trevor Jackson is in this film.
4: Right. Um
1: uh, uh I mean you know the films the films that I'm doing are, are going to speak um very very loud in 2015. It's 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 a dynamic year for yeah. black feature film cinema. Right, yeah. Yeah. And and how do you feel knowing that you're going into the new year with, you know, three solid projects underneath your belt? How does it start off? Oh, well, I, I I have more than three, um, but oh, uh, okay. those are the ones that we'll talk about right now. Um, okay. I have, a, I have a television series that I'm on as well. You'll hear mm-hmm. about that at the top of the year. But I'm very thankful. I'm happy. I have wow. nothing but gratitude and, yeah. and thanks for the process, my growth, and the fact that I have so many fans who support me, so many fans who are out there praying for me, and so many wow. fans who uplift me and hold me up. So I'm, I'm yeah. incredibly thankful for all of them. And there were a lot of people when we announced you, you were coming on. Very excited. Uh, you know, you do have a lot of fans too. I'm sure they are at now, who you know, love to see that you, you know, you have the longevity in this industry. What do you think the key to have to be in it so long? What's, what's What's allowed you to have this, uh you know the sustainability? It's growth. You know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm growing. I'm I'm learning a lot right now. Um, the director for the film that I'm doing right now is Michael T. Williams, and you know him as Bubba Gump from Forrest mm-hmm. Gump. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. and and so and so many other films. I mean, he's done Waiting to Exhale. I mean, just I mm-hmm. mean just I mean countless numbers of films, and he's an amazing director. And yeah. I've already learned so much from them. So each project that I do, I just get the opportunity to um, uh, learn so much. Right. Uh, yeah. So I think that's the dynamic. It's 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 the ability to grow and to apply what you learn. And not only are you an actor and producer, but you're also an author. Your book, uh, "Ain't That the Truth," tell us about that book and the inspiration behind it. Ain't That the Truth is my, my second book. My first book mm-hmm. was called Intimate Thoughts. And my second book, Ain't That the Truth, the tagline on the book is um, acknowledging, admitting, and inviting truth into your life. And very simply, that's what we need. You know, we, we want to live truth. We want um, to be truthful, and we want truth to be told to us. And as we've mm-hmm. heard uh, for many years, the truth shall set you free. So yes. the book really is an inspirational um uh, process that you can read every day. There's a lot of motivational quotes in there, and one of the things that I tell people is you should see what you see. Don't just see things the way you want to see them, but see what they are right now. That way you mm-hmm. don't get smacked. That way you don't get smacked in the face. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and 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 surprise. See things for what they are, as mm-hmm. the, you know, and also see them the way that you want them to be. Wow. And what kind of uh, preparation did you do to to create this book? Well, it, the book really came from, from my fans. It was inspiration from my fans. They asked me a lot of questions whenever I meet and greet people. And I thought, you know, I can't answer all their questions in the moment wow. that I have with them, but I'd like to put the answers in the book. And I'd like to put something funny in the book. You know, mm-hmm. like there's there's a one quote in the book that says, you know, it's not that diabetes and heart disease runs in your family; it's just that nobody runs in your family. Right.
0: You know, <laughs> so it gives us Pretty an much.
1: opportunity. Yeah, it gives us an opportunity to laugh at ourselves and to and to give ourselves positive judgment, and right. it allows us to be blessed by words of inspiration. And that's really what it's about. You know, I want to yeah. inspire. I want to inspire people. I want to see people grow. I find that. You know, we're not really happy unless we grow, and this is an opportunity. Mm-hmm. My book is a, you know, you see me posting every day from people who take pictures who have purchased the book and they send the book in, which can be purchased on my website, darrenhenson.com. Um, I I just have direct contact, you know, with my fans because of the book, and I love that. I love being able to interact with with uh, with all the people. Absolutely, absolutely, and yeah, because I know you're on, you're all over social media. Uh, you know, I'm now following a lot of things, and so I think it, it, I think it's good that because you know, some people, so many people had felt you know some kind of way because they felt like a lot of the celebrities and, and uh, artists they were not speaking up about things that, that impact our culture and our society. So the fact that you do that, I think, that's really telling. But what would, what are your thoughts on what's going on in our country with these protests about the, you know, Mike Brown and, and Eric Garner. What are your thoughts on everything that's going on? Well, there's a there's a lot going on in this country. I think that's going through a change right now. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, from, from people being tired of being abused, from people being tired of being disrespected, from people being tired of, uh, you know, being targeted um, by law enforcement and being um, abused by them
0: to, yeah. you know,
1: people murdering their girlfriends um, yes, uh, to yes. to artists taking advantage of other people's relationships because they're artists, and then people who don't control their tempers, you know, murder someone and then kill themselves to, you know, multimillionaires, um, mm-hmm. you know, fighting in, in clubs there's a lot of dysfunction going on in America right now. And I think there's a lot of dysfunction going on because art imitates life and life imitates art. When you have reality shows where people are cursing and pulling hair and fighting and disrespecting each other, then you're going to have that in society because Mm -hmm. society becomes a mirror image of the propaganda that's on television. And, you know, I think we need to get back to... Um, a moral compass. We need to get back to intelligence. We need to get back to reading. We need to get back to praying. We need to get back mm-hmm. to believing. We need to get back to respecting. We need to get back to family. We need to get back to learning what those people who came before us were talking about—the right. Dick right. Gregory's the 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 you know the Martin Luther Kings, the Ali mm-hmm. Davis, and the Ruby D's where they talked about having pride in yourself, becoming entrepreneurs, becoming business owners, becoming people who have the ability to shine their light um, Mm -hmm. and be independent of needing other people to do what we could do for ourselves, but then standing in a position of power because not only are you acknowledging your power, but you're passing on the power to the next generation of the people who are learning from you. I think we need to get back to that. We need to get back to education. Yeah, and, and the world is watching. The world is watching, you know, uh, people all over this world. I had a friend of mine who went to London recently, and what was on when she landed in London, what was on TV was the, the burning, you know, the fire and the, and the protest and everything in, in Ferguson. You know what I mean? And she's like, wow. You know what I mean? So it's like the world is watching. So I, I definitely agree with you. Let me ask you a question. Well, you know, oh, yeah. they said the revolution will not be televised. I think it's being televised today. hmm Yeah. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Would you ever um, write a biography about yourself? Please repeat that again. Would you ever write a, a, a biography or have a biography written about you? Well, I think my first book was semi-autobiographical, Intimate Thoughts on okay. the Spirit of Change, Definitely mm-hmm. was a, about my life, and it was told through my childhood all the way to my adulthood up okay. until three up until three years ago. there's a lot in intimate thoughts in the spirit of change um uh dealing with my life, dealing mm-hmm. with my personal life and how I got through difficult times, how I got through times that I felt like I was down and out, like you know i, I mean I went through a lot I went through yeah. a lot. And I wanted to be able to explain to people that it's not the end of the road. Our history is not yet fully written, and we do have choice to bounce back. And, hmm. um, you know, so hopefully people will be inspired by that book as well and order that book, again, on darrenhenson.com. Okay. Darrenhenson.com, there's a link on our Facebook page. You know, and watching you on in movies and TV so long, I never um, knew, you know, this this aspect of you in terms of just the consciousness and everything. I think that's awesome. What is it that you want your fans uh, who only know you from your work, they're not really who you are, what do you want them to know about you? Well, it's not really what I want them to know about me. It's what I want them to know about themselves, that they're beautiful okay. people, that they have the ability to have and do whatever they want to do in life, hopefully is positive. They have the ability to grow they have the ability to be educated. They have the ability to speak different languages and to, to live out their dreams, goals, and desires. You merely just have to good habits in your life, look mm-hmm. for mentors who can help and teach you. You have the ability to do this. Believe in yourself. Your history is not yet fully written. So it's not about Darren Henson. It's about those people who I can help, who I can assist who I can talk to, how I can inspire to become more of who they really are. Wow. That, that's awesome. Awesome. Darren, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join us tonight. It's been a, a thrill and an honor. Um, and I wish you nothing but success on your project coming up next year. I can't wait. And I know your fans can't wait. Keep doing what you're doing. And, and thank you so much again. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. You have a good night. You do the same. And for more information about Darren Henson, you can go to our Facebook page or darrenhenson.com. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to
0: the Stephen Knight Talk Talk Show on EOTM Radio. Radio.
4: You're listening now. You're listening to
0: the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. Radio. The Stephen Night Show, Monday nights at 10 p.m.
1: Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMradio.com. Welcome back to the Stephen Night Show. Now it's time to go on to Stephen's playlist. As you know, we receive music from people all over the country wanting to be featured during this segment. And each week we select artists to play Tonight, our playlist features songs by both major and independent artists, including Chris Brown, Malachi Rivers, and more. If you're interested in being featured on Steven's playlist, please email us at thestevenknightshow at gmail.com. Attach one or two songs, your bio, and one or two promotional pictures. And remember that all songs must be edited for your mean no curse. I want to remind you that we are all over social media. We're now on Instagram. We're getting a lot of love on there. We're on Twitter. We're on uh Facebook, Stephen Ice Show, and of course our um our official website, Stephen I, Sh- I Show, dot, dot com. And and uh reminder for our Christmas surprise giveaway next week, if you want you can still contribute if you like. Uh you can send money via P PayPal, Steven Show at Gmail dot com, you'll get a receipt, or you can just email us for more information if you have some kind of services you think the family could benefit from. Again, it's a 71-year-old grandmother who has uh, rescued her grandchildren out of foster care. They're three and six, I believe, or four and six, and uh, they get, get no uh, benefits because they're no longer in foster care. And so she has, she's raising them. She's 71 years old. She's raising them, and I understand she's an amazing, amazing woman. So if you want to contribute to helping us, allow them to have an awesome Christmas, please email, email com. Now, the first song we're going to play tonight is by Malachi Rivers. It's a brand-new single entitled Love Is All. Check it out and enjoy the They say love is the car of all
4: things. Imagine that. Imagine that. Cat, what a bad, trying to heal my soul, prophylax, persecute the truth, mind attack, stuck, damn kind, baby, sit back, relax, put frustration on these tracks, minuscule situations, make a brother snappy, try to make you happy, lost sight of my life, we living on successfully political perjury on TV, trickery, two dose of security, stability, egotistical, elevated economy, that's why my brother smoke trees, please, stress requires harmony, love is to be revered, gold and diamonds don't compare, project living but Google shit, and your dream. Yeah, yeah. a suicide got the best of me, but I learned to love me unconditionally. Broke chains of spiritual slavery. Now I walk freely. I know I love me. Now I see. Let me count the ways. Shakespeare wrote the page, but I act out to play. Create my own lane. Spiritual scriptures I reclaim it. Re-erasing negative lines in my mind. Start I new. No longer do I doubt. No longer do I dispute my industry because of boo. Yeah, that's me. Nickname a burp by my family. Big lip knucklehead on Foster Street. Ain't nada you can tell me now. I was lost. But now I'm found. Annihilate the misconception behind the stigma of mental depression. Instruct the masses, teach the classes. Life passes you by. When love you, did I learn to see it with your third eye. Clarity in the dark. Thinking with my being, not just my heart. So when things fall apart, take me back to my roots.
0: Hey Yeah. the do you hear
1: I just hope you enjoyed it. I want to thank everyone for listening tonight and special thanks to our, our special guest, Darren Henson, for joining us tonight. Uh, check him out, buddy. It's going to be an amazing year for him next year. Go to com. For you at home, thanks for listening. Have a great week and God bless. <laughs>
0: You know I'm coming over to make sure okay. you don't have to wait. I'm afraid to play. I'm a Superman. You're all Girl, I'm on my way. I'm way. You know I'm a Superman. you know all a thing. Girl, I'm on my way. Wait, wait.